We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. I am your host, Rob Zakarian. Uh, wow. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the uh, the Dems are in full mo. <laughs> they're, they're in full meltdown mode. That's what's going on right now. The Dems uh, are in full meltdown mode. And when I say Dems, that means the media. Also, a lot to get to. I got, uh, man, what do we got here? Got this. I, I, let's hear that. Let's, those, are, those are notes. Those are notes. And when I was in the green room before we went on, I noticed that there's going to be a game seven. Yes, there's going to be a game seven. Unless uh, Cleveland comes back, I don't think they're going to. But when I let, I mean, they did hit a home run when I uh, got ready to get on the air. So who knows? Maybe. But it looks like there's going to be a game seven. The Cubs might be able to pull this off. I haven't been watching it too much. Um, kind of fell out of the whole baseball thing a while ago. And when I say a while ago, like five years ago. Since the Yankees have been crappy, kind of fallen out of the baseball thing. But anyways, could possibly be the game set. Uh, all right. There's my – we did it well. <laughs> we, I'm – they're looking. They're looking at me over in the left side. Well, we did a uh, we did a sports update yesterday. We talked about how horrible the Vikings were, and the fact that they couldn't beat an just beyond horrible Chicago Bears team. So now you've got two days in a row where we were Colin Cowherd, like ESPN over there, or wherever the hell he's on. All right, where do we begin? Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's rock and roll here. What are we going to talk about? Uh, let's hit CNN first. Uh, once again, CNN has been exposed, and um, the whole uh, conspiracy theories, you know, uh, liberals and the media like to say, Republicans are are crazy. They're nuts. They're whack jobs. They're cuckoo birds. They believe in chemtrails and uh, Sandy Hook being a hoax. Uh, You know, you know the usual. You know the usual. We're all crazy. We're all nuts. The media has been exposed once again. Now. Uh, Donna Brazil, and we talked about Donna Brazil yesterday. Donna Brazil was exposed. Donna Brazil was exposed. An employee of CNN was exposed as helping the Hillary Clinton campaign. And what did I say yesterday? And what did I say a month or two prior? What did I say? If you think XYZ, just insert a name, is the only person 
that is helping the Democrats, and in this case, Hillary Clinton, then you're nuts. You're delusional. Absolutely delusional. When Dana Bash is dancing while drinking champagne with Wolf Blitzer, Hillary Clinton nomination party, or whatever the hell you would call the convention and the balloon dropping and that whole spectacle. When video circulated on the web of Dana Bash and Wolf Blitzer partying like they're a bunch of 16-year-old kids at a house party, I said then, listen, CNN is just an arm of the Democrat Party. Just like the New York Times, just like the Washington Post. And when one party controls that much media, you start becoming a communist regime, a fascist society, a dictatorship. So Donna Brazil was outed. Donna Brazil was outed for giving Hillary Clinton questions to the debates. Not once, but twice. And if she was caught twice, that means she was doing it from the beginning. Remember yesterday we talked about her telling the Clinton people that while they did the town hall in Michigan, a woman was going to ask Hillary and Bernie questions about lead poisoning and She had a rash, and her family was full of lead, and people were dying, yada, yada, yada. Well, today, today, in a new WikiLeak dump, and I love how liberals emphasize stolen, hacked emails. And we've talked about this countless times before. Does anybody, does anybody give the information a pass when it is obtained through shady ways and I gave the analogy of this your wife your girlfriend your boyfriend is cheating on you when you go to work they're out having gangbang parties they're out having gangbang parties and one day when your wife is in the shower Or 
buying groceries. And her phone happens to be hanging on the table. Or maybe you just, well, maybe you just get a little suspicious and you go into her email. And you find emails or you find texts where people are congratulating her on how much penis she took the other night. She set a record and took 17 guys. You find this information out and you confront your wife, you confront your girlfriend, you confront your boyfriend. And that individual says, excuse me, how dare you go through my emails? How dare you look at my phone and text? Forget the fact that I'm breaking gangbang records. You're the one that's wrong. You're the one that's the bad guy or the bad girl. You are wrong for what you did. So, my gangbang history, my cheating, forget about that. Because you got the information in a shady and underhanded way. Who the hell says, you're right, honey. You're right. Let's go to dinner now doesn't happen like that. It absolutely doesn't happen like that. But for some reason, these hacks, these WikiLeak drops are being treated just like that example. So you have so much collusion going on with the media And there's this resistance to report on it because they were stolen. They were hacked. We're not talking about Jennifer Lawrence showing off her boobs to her friend and those pictures get hacked and they get posted all over the internet. We're not not talking about Hope Solo's disgusting hole being broadcasted throughout the internet. We're talking about political shenanigans. We're we're talking about criminal activity. If you're talking to somebody in an email and you're discussing the murder of an individual and where you buried the body... And how it was done and where the murder weapon in, uh, in the police or whoever got this information because somebody hacked into your email. And then they went to the authorities and presented them with all this information. What do you think you're going to get off? What, what do you think you're able to say, excuse me? Excuse me, not so fast. 
That person had no authorization to go into my email. So that information that they gave you, you can't use. You can't do it. You have to pretend that information doesn't exist. Yeah, sure. Sure. And that's what the liberals keep trying to say. Donna Brazil actually tweeted, surprised at the amount of scathing based on stolen, hacked emails. Well, you're colluding. You're, you're colluding with the Hillary Clinton campaign and giving them questions and helping them answer debate questions. You're, you're talking to them about strategy. I mean, when you're telling the Clinton campaign, Roland's going to ask you this. You should try to answer it like this. And you're an employee for CNN for a news agency. And not a news agency that's supposed to be left. And not a news agency that's supposed to be right. You're supposed to be the one news agency prize themselves. And not picking sides. And whenever we on the right say, no, CNN is totally, totally in the bag for the Democrats, we get called crazy conspiracy nuts. So these WikiLeak drops are are incredible to me because the media and the left are playing this talk about these because they were stolen and they were hacked. It's just, it's, it's an alternate universe. It really is. It's an alternate universe that the libs play by. You have the real universe and then you got their universe. And they live in their universe. And they try to grab stuff from the real universe and bring it into their crazy made-up universe. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't work. Now we have Gloria Borger. Gloria Borger. So now we have two CNN employees. Two. And this doesn't count the ones that went to the luncheon with John Podesta. We're not, we're, forget them. We now have two CNN employees that are on the record through emails talking with the Clinton campaign. And not just talking, hey, what's up? And actually, I would say this is three this is actually three, because we didn't even mention Hack Tapper's communication when he was asking advice. But we know Hack Tapper is a hack. We know that. 
We know that. We know he's already been outed part of the global Clinton Foundation initiative. However you want to word that. And now you got Gloria Borger. You got Gloria Borger and Dom Podesta communicating. And not just any communication, but you have this. You are a TV star. That's what Gloria Borger said to Don Podesta. You are a TV star. I mean, wow. We're talking uh, drop to your knees. I mean, that's a drop to your knees email. You're a TV star. Go, 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 go. And Gloria's doing a Lewinsky. You're a TV star. And then she says, I've been in GOP hell. Reach out soon. That's Gloria Borger. She's not a hired pundit. She's not a Van Jones or a Bakari Sellers. She's a CNN political analyst. She's not supposed to be partisan. She's not supposed to be emailing the boss of the Hillary Clinton campaign and saying, you're a TV star. Go, 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 go. She's not. She's absolutely not. And I will repeat what I've said before. Why this isn't a big deal when we get leaks uh, from WikiLeaks about MSNBC or John Harwood and CNBC. And when I mean not a big deal, it is a big deal because John Harwood is doing moderator duties. But for a Republican primary debate, but CNBC and MSNBC, for the most part, go on record and say, we are liberal hacks. I, I have watched Rachel Meadow say, I am a liberal. I've, I've watched Rachel Maddow's program, and with my own two Republican eyes, watched her say, I am a liberal. So, if you find an email from uh, Rachel Maddow's staff or Rachel Maddow herself shilling for Democrats, it's not a big deal. Because she says, I'm a liberal. Chris Hayes, when we got the info that Chris Hayes is producer, is like, oh my God, Hillary Clinton is the greatest in the world. 
We know Chris Hayes is a liberal douchebag. We know that. MSNBC doesn't hide it. No different than Sean Hannity doesn't hide it on Fox. Now, Megyn Kelly plays the game. Oh, I'm an independent. Yeah, okay, you're a liberal. You, you are just playing the conservative game so you have a career because everybody knows. Good-looking slash hot chick who goes, I love guns. I'm against abortion. I hate the Clintons. Is an instant ratings boom. If you're a hot conservative, you can write your own ticket. can write your own ticket. If you're moderately attractive, you can write your own ticket. So it's not a big deal when people go, Sean Hannity's in the tank for Trump. Well, Sean Hannity every day goes, I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. I hate Democrats. I despise them. Lawrence O'Donnell is a douchebag he is what Chris Hayes will be when Chris Hayes gets older. Can't get more liberal douchebaggy than Lawrence O'Donnell. Scriptwriter, Hollywood elite. It's a douche. But CNN, they're not supposed to be this way. They pride themselves. I'm being legitimately, legitimately in the middle. And when you call them out and say, you're a shill, they call you an Alex Jones kook pot conspiracy theorist. So when Donna Brazil gets exposed, hacked, hacked, exposed, and now Gloria Borger, you're a TV star, all have said. CNN is nothing more than an extension of the Democrat Party. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. When Gloria Borger is doing reach-arounds to John Podesta, now, why is she not going to be disciplined? How do you know Gloria Borger? How do you know she's not giving people at the Clinton camp Answers and questions. You don't. Everybody at CNN is corrupt. Huffington Post uh, had a report. The, 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 the ultimate, ultimate, the, the queens of liberal douchebag internet presence did a story about Jeff Zucker, the boss over at CNN, flipping 
his crap on everybody in a closed-door meeting. Talking about the Donna Brazil incident makes them all look bad. But let's face it, she just got caught because Podesta's emails got hacked. Because if Brazil's doing it, and now Borger's doing it, they're all doing it. It's an extension of the Democrat Party and the Clinton machine. That's it. Plain and simple. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. They had a plan after the 2000 election. Every liberal douchebag establishment had a plan. And they together, I'm not saying they all got into a room, but hey, again, when you say these things and people say you're a conspiracy crackpot, you find out that they all do get in a room. When we say they all got in a room and they talked about A, B, and C, people go, oh, dude, you you conservatives are wackos. But then you find out that ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, they all did get in a room. Three people there, four people here, five people there. They all got in a room with John Podesta and had lunch. So, yeah, all of these media outlets back in 2000 said, we will never again lose an election. We will never again lose an election. They all sat there and went, how the hell are we all going to just sit back and let George Bush be the president, even though Al Gore won the popular vote? And they all went, well, what do we do? We don't, we don't really have a say. They all stood up and went, Never again, we will have a say. And from that point, liberals have been gobbling up the media left and right. Rather it's Yahoo, rather it's Google, rather it's Facebook, rather it's Twitter, rather it's CNN, rather it's MSNBC, you name it. Washington Post, Jeff Bezos, Washington Post, Carlos Slim, New uh, the New York Times. The other guy, uh, what's his name? The Univision guy. I can't remember his name. The guy who owns Univision. I mean, they, they're all liberals. They're all liberals. That wasn't the case in 2000. Washington Post wasn't owned by Amazon. There was no Amazon. There was no Jeff Bezos. And CNN strategically positioned themselves to be a neutral network until the time was right, and then bang! 
They used to be the network of Bernie Shaw. I'm Bernard Shaw. Here's the news. This is on fire. This is blowing up. The economy is slow today. Now the weather. That used to be CNN. Be the repeat. You would get news and then it would repeat with different people or the same person because they had an, it was like ESPN. It was like a whole hour and then they would go to their commercial re and then it would be a repeat and maybe something new would happen and it would change. But once they got their position to being the non-biased network, the, the network that would give you real news, that's when they put their elaborate plan into motion, which was the Anderson Coopers and the Don Lemons and the Chris Cuomos and slowly start to cultivate this once neutral news organization into a propaganda piece, a a propaganda arm for the Democrat Party. And that's what they've done. And now you have Gloria Borger being outed. You're a TV star, John. I mean, today, do you know how many Donald Trump negative ads I saw? See, remember, you got eight days, or actually now, what, seven days until the election. Yeah, seven days to the election, the Democrats have pulled out every single girl they could possibly find that will go on record and say, yeah, Donald Trump uh, grabbed my pussy. Oh, okay. What about you? Hey, are you a porn? I'm a porn star. Did he grab your pussy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gra- Yep, he grabbed my pussy too. And he actually offered to buy my pussy. Uh uh, eh, eh, whatever. Let's we'll use you. I mean, they 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 did they they did everything they could. Where it's like you heard the term "throw the kitchen sink." It's like they're out of kitchen sinks to the point where they've been recycling. They've been recycling. It's like it's like a it's like a bad soap opera that then recycles. Last week, they brought the con father out, so they they paraded him around. Today, in Florida, they brought out Alicia Machado, the fat one. Remember the, 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 the fat criminal? Brought her back out. Donald Trump, Donald Trump said mean things about me. He, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought I was watching... Uh, Anna Navarro up there. And then Donald Trump was very mean to me. So the Clinton team, see, here's how CNN gets all, um, here's how they, they maneuver. So they're basically out of stuff. Now, I said by tomorrow, they're going to pull out a, 
Trump had sex with a, a black nun. He, he raped a black nun in the confessional and called her a dirty N. Now, tomorrow's my day. I said they'll be doing it on Wednesday. So there's still time. There's still time. There's still time to prove me wrong. Now, if it doesn't come out tomorrow or Thursday, they're out of stuff. Like I said, they 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 they, they counted wrong. They they kind of did what they did with the whole uh, email thing. The whole oh, we'll put this stuff, you know, Huma. It's like oh, I'll put it on my husband's computer. They'll 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 never be able to go on my husband's computer. They would have to get warrants, and why would they need? So why would you need a warrant to go on my my husband is clean as as a whistle? Yeah, okay. So the only thing anybody wants to talk about is what's on the emails. Why did they get a search warrant? Listen, you realize that the FBI got a search warrant. You you can't just get a search warrant for no reason. The cops gotta have some real probable cause. If the cops want to go into your house and search it, an investigation has to be conducted. They got to have some type of evidence, not just hearsay. They then have to present that to a judge. And then the judge has to give a ruling based on the paperwork. And in that paperwork, it's got to outline what they think they will find. So they had to go to a judge and say, judge, we had FBI agents looking through this individual's laptop for child pornography because he was caught doing A, B, C, and D. While this was going on, our investigators found X, Y, Z. This is what it said in X. This is what it said in Y. This is what it said in Z. We know there could be more of these things because there was about 500,000 of them. So they had to prove to a judge that confiscating uh, the laptop and going through all of these personal items They had to prove that they felt there was something there. So this is the stuff. Listen, if this was Trump, I mean, how long did everybody dissect uh, the uh, Access Hollywood tapes? Would we spend three weeks on Access Hollywood and the grandmother who came forward and said, I heard this and I like that. He grabbed my booty. Would we spend three weeks? Seriously, would we spend three weeks on this? So that's what people want to talk about. And if the media and Hillary don't have that, if they, if they don't have fresh stuff, they got to rehash. So what CNN did today was played the Hillary Clinton ad. There's a commercial that's running that 
cuts up things that uh, Trump has said from the, I, uh, I don't know if it was a Chris Matthews interview or a Howard Stern where they asked him about, you know, re, has he treated women with respect? And he's, you know, he kind of laughed and said, well, not all, you know, not all the time. So they basically chopped up his words, and then they made a commercial. They used the Billy Bush uh, uh, Hollywood Access tape, which they would have had to have gotten permission from NBC. So Hillary Clinton did this ad, and she's playing it in, I don't know, nine or ten battleground states. So what Gloria Borger's network did today was play that commercial in everybody's show because the theme today, the theme today is rehash Donald Trump and sexism. So that's how CNN and, of course, MSNBC – But put MSNBC aside because you only go to MSNBC if you are a douchebag liberal. People that are in the middle go to CNN. So what CNN did today was pretend the email scandal, the FBI reopening the investigation didn't exist. And instead talked about Trump being a sexist. And then every single program, they played the Hillary commercial. They played the Hillary commercial. So Hillary spent, I don't know, five, six, seven million dollars running this ad in all these battleground states. And then CNN... Played the commercial on everybody's program. I watched, listen, today I had to do a lot of office stuff. So I was zipping back and forth to, um, you know, Fox and CNN and MSNBC. Just boom, 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 boom. Everybody's show. Uh, Hack Tapper played the commercial. Uh, Baldwin played the commercial. Blitzer played the commercial. Cooper played the commercial. Lemon played the commercial. That commercial aired today on uh, five or six different programs. It aired, and then they went back to whoever that host was to discuss Trump being a sexist scumbag. And then they brought up Alicia Machado, Access Hollywood. They just rehashed all this old stuff. The panel convened, and they talked about how Trump is a disgusting, vile human being. It's like stuff that's already been beaten to death is getting... Rehashed 
And that is being used to fill the time because they don't want to talk about Hillary Clinton and the FBI investigation or any of the investigations. There's, there's an investigation going on into the, the, the Clinton Foundation. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. There's so much. St- Listen, again, if the roles are reversed and you're talking about Republicans, okay, if, you're, if the roles are reversed and you're talking about Republicans, if, if Hillary was a Republican, man, they, first off, nobody would have the position, not one person would have the position that these emails are hacked and they're stolen. We can't talk about them. We can't. If Hillary was a Republican, none of them would have a problem dissecting every single email. You know how much content? You know how much content? You know how much content is in these hacked emails that can be used to fill Anderson Cooper's crappy two-hour show or hack tappers show? There's so much content. I, I mean, there's just so much. And it all gets ignored. It all gets ignored. And if Hillary wins, it's going to be a trip to watch them all keep trying to ignore this stuff. Because I've said it before, I'll say it again. All these leaks aren't going to stop. Every single one of these leaks are not going to stop. And if Hillary wins the presidency... Well, there's no Donald Trump. There's no Republican. There, there's, there, there's no Alicia Malato. There's no Billy Bush. There's none of that. So now Anderson Cooper's got two hours. He's got two hours to fill. And the excuse and the subterfuge of the race is gone. Now they're going to have to talk about these emails. They're going to have to talk about the things that are in these emails. They're going to have to talk about all the corruption that is exposed. Going to have to talk about it. So uh, CNN, Gloria Borger, got exposed once again. And watching them... Play the Hillary Clinton ad over and over and over and over. And a couple of the panels, Gloria Borger there. Again, watching Gloria Borger give her analysis on things is comical. It's comical. You're sitting there looking at her going, how can I believe you when you say, well, I did this, and these are the thi- how how you're 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 a hack. 
You're a hack. You're a shill. That's what you are. Remember, the media is not supposed to work being an extension of a political party. They're not supposed to. At least they're not supposed to when they claim that they're neutral. CNN is supposed to be neutral. New York Times is supposed to be neutral. That's why you're not getting a lot today, or at least tonight, about Trump and the Russians and the FBI investigation. We'll, we'll get to that. We've got to take a break. But uh, Donna Brazil, Gloria Borger, CNN, hacks, Democrat chills, exposed once again. And there'll be more. Of this uh, coming out in the next few days. It's Rob Zakaria. It's Rob Zakaria Show. We'll be right back after uh, these uh, words. Real, real quick. Are you, are you coming to the train led by a man? Who wants to break the chains? Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out for a wall built by Crane. Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year. On the Trump train Are you, are you Coming to the train Where brave men called out The fools who lead in vain Lobbyists are terrified They can't control our reign Let's meet this year On the Trump train Are you, are you Coming to the train Where of hope Side by side with me Make America great again Break the chain Let's meet this year On the Trump train And we are going to be respected by the world again And not laughed at Like we're all a bunch of stupid people Being led by incompetent politicians it's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution, break the chains. Let's meet this year on a Trump train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win, and we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again, greater than ever We are back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rob Carey Show. Don't forget, you can listen. Yeah, I turned that down. You can listen to us on um, uh, Spreaker. Go to Spreaker.com. Go to Spreaker.com. Punch the Rob Carey Show. Also, you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can click on 
blogtalkradio.com and type in The Rob Zuccari Show. Uh, also, if you uh, are in your car, in your car, or anywhere you have iHeartRadio, you have it on an app on your phone, you have it on uh, your desktop, you can punch in The Rob Zuccari Show and you can listen to us. So those are the three ways you can listen to us live. But then you can also, after the show's over, go to iTunes and you can listen to us there. And you can go to uh, TuneIn. I always forget the TuneIn thing. TuneIn. And I think they're actually a car app. So you don't just have to go to iHeartRadio, but you can all go to TuneIn. So those are all the ways. And then, of course, the RobZaccariShow.com, the RobZaccariShow.com. Okay. And and Twitter, Rob Zaccari Show, and Facebook. All right. Those are uh, a bunch of, uh, I guess, uh, bumpers and plugs to get out of the way. All right. So let's talk about um, the FBI because I, I, I kind of laugh at um, my liberal friends when they're talking about why is the FBI doing these things? Why isn't it? Why are they getting Donald Trump off the? Now you listen to Robbie Moo. Just imagine, just imagine if Hillary Clinton wins, you got to look at Robbie Mook as the press secretary. He he's the Josh Ernest, or I should say, he would be. The George Spinopoulos. If Hillary Clinton wins, that means Robbie Mook will have his own program on ABC five years from now. How would you like to look at that putz? Seriously, Robbie Mook. Just the ne- Mook. Just the fact that his last name is Mook, a, a, an effing Mook. Ugh. But listening to him go, we just want things to be fair. You know, we just want things to be fair. The fact that the FBI is releasing these 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 records of the 2001 Bill Clinton. What are you talking about, Mook, and be fair? Didn't the FBI and CNN, like people have been burying this or at least uh, downplaying it where it's like, well, the FBI did release, but the fact that they released, do you remember last week, maybe it was the week before, the FBI released records pertaining to Donald Trump's dad and possible links that the father had to gangsters in New York City. This wasn't a New York Times article. This was an FBI dump. And I didn't hear one person on the left. Hell, I didn't hear one person on the right. And I'm talking about uh, Cheeto face Glenn Beck. Say, oh, how could they do this? How, How could they do this? It just seems so suspect. Nobody said that about Trump when the FBI released information about his dad 
and possible gangster ties. Or, or do you guys not remember that? You guys don't remember that, do you? You, you don't? Okay, let me see if I can um, uh, fill you in a little. Let's see here. Let me let me punch it up. I totally forgot. About I to I. Okay. October 25th, uh, the scumbags at Politico, Glenn Trost. Remember, he's the one that uh, wrote to John Podesta and said, I have to admit, I am a hack. Will you approve this? Um, uh, will you approve this story? So, Robbie Mook, all right, the, the king of the effing mooks. And all the other liberal retards that are roaming the land, okay? Like, like effing zombies. Like, just dirty, filthy, nasty, liberal zombies. Talking about, how the hell could the FBI do this? Why would they do this? This is so suspect. I can't believe they did this. What? Okay, well, on the 8th, this was the 8th of October, Politico's Josh Gerstein did an article, okay, and I'm going to read you just the first two or three paragraphs, that's it, because this is not where I'm necessarily headed on this segment. The FBI has released a small set of records on Donald Trump's father, Fred, showing a fleeting interest at the Bureau in the elder Trump's campaign donations and hints of a concern related to organized crime. However, the FBI file is all of eight pages in length, suggesting the Bureau never subjected Fred Trump to any serious scrutiny prior to his death in 1999. The most recent memo in the file is from 1991. It was almost completely redacted, but a check mark appears next to the line marked OCIS, which stands for in the FBI database on the mob, the organized crime information system. Notes on the document indicate the information was deleted on privacy grounds and because it came from a confidential source. There's also a 1988 request for a Dunn and Bradstreet business background report on the Trump Construction Corp. The request appears to have come from an intelligence analyst working on a racketeering and influenced and corrupt organization case. That means RICO. The report counts as 12, the payroll of Trump Construction Corp., just one of the many Trump family companies. The report counts, not what the hell did, did I say, Colin? Yeah, I think I said, maybe I said it wrong. I don't know. So this was 
an FBI dump. So how the hell do liberals and Robbie Mook and CNN, how do they come off as saying, why is the FBI doing this? They don't do this to Donald Trump. Why are they doing They did do it to Donald Trump. Nobody said a word. Nobody said, why would they do this to Donald Trump? Why? Instead, everybody blasted this. Everybody, and now everybody's forgetting. How could they do this seven days before the campaign? How could the FBI release these 2001 investigations? How could they do this with Bill Clinton pardoning uh, Mark Rich? This is just insane. How is this insane? And how is it that liberals, CNN, Robbie Mook, and the rest of the liberal universe get away with acting victims? How? I, I, you know what? I'm, it's a rhetorical question, please. Because liberals are the ones that created ribbons for kids who finished ninth in a effing race. Liberals created safe space. Liberal created uh, uh, trigger words. Liberals created Halloween. The, the notion that an effing Halloween costume will offend you so bad that if you're in college and you wear it, you could get expelled. Liberals created this environment. Victim being weak is a badge of honor. Being fat is a badge of honor. You're not allowed to comment on somebody being fat. You're not allowed to say, hey, you need to lose weight. You're, you're unhealthy. You could die. Oh, why are you shaming? Well, call it whatever you want, but uh, they're going to die. They're going to effing die, bro. sitting there driving back from a, a meeting I had today. I know, I, I did. Those of you listening to us on the radio, I did a driving mode. I don't know why I, I listened to a clip of Robbie Mook. We just wanted to be fair. We did, And if the FBI is going to release files, we just want them to, to release files about Donald Trump. Well, they did, stupid. They did. I'm reading this article from Politico, the hack site of Glenn Trust of October. That's what, 30 days away from the election? And it talks about Donald Trump's dad possibly being involved with organized crime. This is from the FBI. Why did the FBI dump this? Why did the FBI release this? Why did they do this? I didn't hear too many people rage that the FBI released this information. So now today the FBI released redacted 
reports involving Bill Clinton and Mark Rich Parton. Now, liberals, it doesn't matter what goes on with Bill Clinton because he's not the one on the ticket. He's not the one running for president. So what does it matter if the FBI released a redacted report talking about Mark Rich and his pardon? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? He's not on the ticket. He's not running for president. Constantly talking. Constantly talking. Bill Clinton's not on the ticket. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what he did 10 years ago. Doesn't matter what he did 20 years ago. Doesn't matter. He's not on the ticket. Okay. So then what's it matter that the FBI released uh, these uh, Mark Rich uh, reports? What's it matter? Exactly. So shut up, Robbie Mook. Now, to the second point from the liberal douchebags are plagues on society. Why isn't the FBI talking about their investigation involving Trump and the Russians? Why aren't they? Because there is no report, stupid. Harry Reid said there's, there's these things that are, there's nothing there. The, listen, dummies, the New York Times, the New York Times, who despises Donald Trump. The New York Times has done op-eds. They've done op-eds, not from just one person, but they've done editorial board op-eds. Hi, we are the New York Times. Donald Trump is dangerous. Donald Trump is scum. Donald Trump can never be president. We understand we're supposed to not be biased, but we have to be biased here because Donald Trump is so much of a scumbag. We cannot let him get near the White House. For them to come out and say, "Eh, there's nothing there with the Russians and Trump and Paul Manafort. There's nothing there. There's, there's, There's nothing. Sorry, guys. There's nothing. For them to come out and do this means there's nothing there. If there was a there, if there was a there, You don't think the New York Times would be blasting it right now? If there was a there, you don't think CNN and MSNBC and everybody would would be calling for arrest Trump for working with the enemy? Remember, Harry Reid is the same person that did the whole Mitt Romney hasn't paid his taxes. Mitt Romney's a thief. Mitt Romney. And years later came out and said, yeah, I made it up. I, I made it up. I, I did it because nobody else would do it. I didn't know. I had no information. Hey, we got to win. And I did the dirty because no one else wanted it. That's Harry Reid. And he's doing it again. Uh, Mr. Comey, you have information that, it, that, that you're not revealing that uh, is Trump involved with Russians and uh, 
the man in the high tower and blah, 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 blah. The New York Times went, you know what? Our, our junk got hard. We all sat around here with, with, with erections, okay? We sat around here salivating. We said, this is the end of Trump. This is it. It's over. But there's nothing there. Our people say there's nothing there. Nothing. Absolutely nothing there. There's nothing there. So again, Robbie Mook, you liberal douchebag. My liberal douchebag friends, get out of this alternate universe you live in. Just please, get get out of it. Just get out of it. Please, I, I beg you. Because, hey, listen, you're still in the driver's seat. You're still in the driver's seat. Trump still has to win Florida. He still has to win North Carolina. He still has to win Arizona. He still has to win Nevada. I call it Nevada. Still has to win Iowa. Still has to win Ohio. And he's got to flip. He's got to flip. All right? So you still, and you have the media. You have the media working for you. So you don't need to be this stupid. Okay, you don't need to be this stupid. You just want to be this stupid because you are this stupid. Zombies are stupid. You ever seen zombies? They're stupid. And that's what liberals are. They're, they're zombies. They're dumb. They're stupid. Okay, there is no there there with the FBI. They released Trump's uh, father's records. They released Clinton's records. They investigated all these super secret men in the Iron Castle ties involving Trump and Manafort. There's nothing there. Now, there's this, and I think this is an over, I think this is an over. Let me just hit you with this, and then we'll close out uh, this segment. There's an overthought, and I've heard it from some of my friends, and they've heard it uh, from different talk shows and different articles. There's this overthought, and I don't know if I believe this overthought, but it's an overthought, and that is, The FBI did this on purpose, not to help Trump, but to help Hillary. So now, what I have friends telling me is, and I told them, 
overthought. You're 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 way over. It's it, it no. So their concept is this: the FBI did this to throw everybody off of WikiLeaks. They did this to throw everybody off Hillary's falling poll numbers, which were happening before the email Comey information got out. And ultimately... Ultimately, at the end of the week, Comey's going to come out and say, after we went through all the emails, after we use the technology that we have, where we can pinpoint keywords, we have come to the conclusion that the email that we found on the computer were nothing. So, that's that. The investigation is officially closed. Good day. Good night. And then we go into the weekend. And then uh, Tuesday, I said, guys, please, please. Now you're way over. There's no way in God's green earth. Hillary, Obama, and Comey, and their in-betweens, did this to throw everybody off the WikiLeaks, Obamacare, and everything else in between. There's no way. There's no way. Because this, this is Serious, serious damage. This is serious damage. This, if this was a work, if this was all a plan to get people not to talk about Obamacare this week and not to talk about Hillary's falling poll numbers and not to talk about Podesta and the emails, it was the ultimate action movie where the hero basically commits suicide to save everyone only to escape that impending death to make everybody feel good and walk away from the movie going that was so awesome I mean seriously it it would be the ultimate Roll of the dice if this was all a plan. If it was all a plan to throw everybody off talking about the Obamacare hikes, because today everybody started hitting up uh, to get their insurance and or get that letter that says, hey, guess what? I mean, today was like the... Remember I told you guys I have to wait until now, today, to call Blue Cross and go, hey guys, now I need to get my insurance. 
Remember we had this conversation four months ago, guys? Oh, hi, Mr. Zakari. It's good to hear from you. Well, it's going to be $475. Yeah, but the original policy was 280 Well, welcome to the <laughs> rate hike. So I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it. I told my friend. I got a friend uh, out in Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. He's got a big company out there, and he's hardcore Republican. And when I go see him, I like once a week, we talk about politics, and that was his thing. I was like, dude, who you been listening to? <laughs> I'm like, that. I we been listening to Alex Jones. He's like, no, man. Well, yeah, I do listen to Alex Jones also, but no, this, this is. I go, who? Savage, Rush? Who? Who's who has these theories? I go, it just doesn't doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. <laughs> no, it seriously. I go, bro, it doesn't add up. I go, it just doesn't. I go, there's no way. I go, that would be the scene from The Abyss where the girl uh, drowns herself so that the boyfriend can drag her back to the vessel and perform CPR on her to bring her back to life. Because if that is not done, they both... And then, of course, she... Uh, gets brought back to life, and it's a big, you know, emotional moment, and everybody cries. I go, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. It's too, I go, it's too risky. I go, the damage that's being done right now, that that fragile, fragile line that Hillary was walking, where you had those independents or those Bernie Supporters like, uh, okay, I'm just going to hold my nose and vote for her. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to do it. Those people in Michigan. Remember we talked about uh, man woman yesterday. Michael Moore talked about the Rust Belt and the fact that he reminded us about Hillary Clinton being up 20-something points in the polls going into the primaries. And every pundit saying, oh, it's over, it's over, it's over. And Bernie Sanders wound up winning that night and defied everybody's polls. Too big of a risk. Because right now, all those people that were on that line with Hillary, they were on that line with Hillary, who heard this information, all got off that line. Or at least half of them got off that line. If at the end of the week, Comey goes, oh, we didn't find anything, they're not going to come back. They're going to be like, you know what, man? Uh, This is what it's going to be like for four years with this woman. This is what it's going to be like. Investigation, off, on, off, on. Uh, Guys, I'm at a a steel mill. I'm at a coal plant. I just want to get paid by my boss. I want to put my kid through school. I just don't want to deal also with the, is my president investigated? Is it not? I just can't deal with it. So I think it's too big of a risk for this to be some work involving the FBI and Obama 
and Hillary to throw everybody off Obamacare and the WikiLeaks and everything else. It's just too, it's too it's too big it's too big of that scene from The Abyss. Because how many of you seen that movie The Abyss? And when that scene happens, and you ask yourself, could I have done that? Could I have said, you know what, I'm going to drown myself, you pull me back to the ship, and then you give me CPR, bang, bring me back. Could, could you have done that? I don't know if I could have done it. And that's what this, to me, is like. All right, Hillary, here's what we're going to do. We are going to release this information that you are back under investigation. What? And it's going to take all the focus off these horrible things that are coming out. Come again? And then, at the 11 o'clock hour, you got until midnight, at the 11, actually at 11.59, we're then going to come back out and say, you've been exonerated. Case is closed. I don't know, guys, if I feel that comfortable with this scenario. No, 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 Hillary. This is what we're going to do. All right, go team. I, I just don't believe it. It's too risky. Because her numbers were already pummeling. They were already going from 12 to 8 to 6 to 5 to 3. Now they're saying in some places, Trump's up by six, seven, eight points. I mean, they're close to saying Ohio's done. You know how they'll say for, you know, California or whatever other state the Democrats have locked up and they're like, oh, yeah, that's done. I mean, they're getting close to saying Ohio's done. It's Trump. They're already close, man. They're already close. They're already close from saying uh, Ohio's done. They're already close to saying Florida's done. So I just, it's, it's, t- it's too risky. I, I, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. My or at least I work theory. And yesterday we revised, we revised our working theory. And that working theory was, and I laid this on my boy today while he was giving me his theory on what could be going on in this whole FBI investigation, not investigation to throw everybody off. I told him my theory that Huma and Clinton got caught. They got caught. They never intended for the FBI to be looking at Wiener's computer. And they just got caught. And they basically did the, I'm going to put my side piece, my, 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 my girlfriend in as my friend Bob Jones. 
And that way, when she calls, if my wife sees my phone, she'll see that Bob Jones is calling, not Alicia Machado. So I think, as I revised my theory, because remember, we got two working theories. My first theory on Friday was this. Wiener, Wiener, ratted Huma, Hillary, and the entire crew out to the FBI to save himself. He did a Henry Hill. He did a Henry Hill. When the FBI came to him and said, listen, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail because we put people in jail for doing what you did. Check out to catch a predator. We're going to put you in jail. And he said, listen, I can't go to jail. I can't toss salad in Rikers Island for 10 years. And they said, well, sorry. And he went, whoa. How about if I give you something so juicy, so delicious, that it will satisfy your hunger, and in turn, you will let me walk? And he went, here, my wife has been um, hiding all of these emails on my laptop. Take a look. They're from the Hillary Clinton private server. And they went, what? Now, remember, that's my Friday theory. So the Friday theory is Anthony Weiner did a Henry Hill, sold his wife. And he only did this after they asked Anthony to go down to Florida and whack somebody. And that's when Anthony knew he would never come back alive. <laughs> Remember, that's from uh, Goodfellas. That, that right after that is when Henry uh, ratted everybody out. When, when Jimmy Conway, when De Niro wanted him to go to Florida to do a job, to go with Paulie and do a job. So after everybody threw Wiener under the bus, after Huma, the Muslim Brotherhood, said, we're going to get a divorce. And Hillary was like, you're done. When basically they all severed ties with the Weenster, and he was left to deal with the whole pedophile thing on his own, is when he saved himself. That's our working theory on Friday. But then we revised our working theory yesterday. I'm not saying we took our theory from Friday and said, okay, we don't believe that anymore. I just proposed an alternate theory, a different plot twist. And that plot twist was Huma on Wiener's hard drive. Knowing that if she had to hand over information.
information, none of that information would be accessible because it wasn't on her devices. And when the FBI said, hey, Huma, have you given us all your devices? She wouldn't be lying when she would say, yes. Have you handed over all emails? Have you handed over all emails on your devices? Do you have any more devices that you use? All of those answers would fall in the line of her not lying. Because if Wiener took her information and dumped it on his laptop, if she did one of those, hey, uh, I'm going to go, my phone's going to be here, my, my, my devices are going to be here, um, I need to have uh, some of my information, like my contacts, downloaded on your computer. Uh, should any of uh, emails, things that I uh, wouldn't uh, per se download on your computer, um, if any of that should download on your computer, uh, just delete that stuff because you're not supposed to have it and it's supposed to be on uh, my device, so if I need to ever give that, I mean, who the hell knows? But ultimately, that information was downloaded so that when she was talking to investigators, she would be cleared because she wouldn't have any devices with these emails. It's not her device. It's Anthony's device. So that was our alternate plot, okay? That, that, that was our um, alternate ending. You know, at the end of the DVD, you can go to the alternate ending and see how the director really wanted the movie to end, but the studio said no. And so uh, that information was on that device of Anthony Weiner's. And in a million years, nobody thought Anthony would be under investigation for being a chomo. And lo and behold, the FBI went knock, 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 and he opened the door, and they went, hey, how you doing, Ant? We are uh, Agent Johnson, and this is the other Agent Johnson. No relation. We are here uh, to seize all this stuff. And they grabbed his computer. And he went, oh, no. And the FBI was like, okay, ooh, there's a, there's a picture of, uh, man, it's a picture of your junk. Okay, oh, well, there's a kid. Okay, it's not your kid. So, okay, well, oh, there's a picture of your kid or your junk. This is weird. All right, what's in this file? What? What? And then the other... Investigator went, dude, take a look at this. He went, oh my gosh, Clinton dot, oh, what? What? And then they called in to whoever their person was. And then their person went, well, before we go to, to Jim with this, 
Are you guys sure there's nothing on there involving Kegels? Or yoga? And they went, uh, no, this, 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 there's no Kegels and yoga on these emails. This is serious stuff. And then that guy went, all right, get a little bit more information and report back. And then they went to Comey and said, stuff we found on this computer. And that was just a quick look. And then Comey went, uh, all right, I'll draft up a letter, hit up Congress. You guys draft up a letter that you could take to a judge to get a warrant because we're not going to be able to go uh, through all that stuff and uh, take that. We're, we're just going to need a warrant because that's not uh, pedophile. That That has nothing to do with the – yeah, that's our boss. And then they drafted up what they had to draft up. And then they went to a uh, judge. We wrote the letter. Because Comey wouldn't have done what he did. If they were emails, kegels, and yoga. So there's my FBI segment. Rob's Carey Show. We'll be right back. The C-SPAN networks bring you long-form public affairs programming from the nation's capital and are a public service of your television provider. C-SPAN, created by cable. <laughs> I have no further questions. I yield back. The, um, Mr. Uh, Director, we are about at the end. I'm going to do a concluding <laughs> statement, and then I think the chairman will. I, I want to... First of all, I want to go back to something uh, that um, Ms. Watson Coleman said a little earlier. As an African-American man in this country, 66 years old, moving towards the twilight of my life, we cannot allow black men to begin to be, continue to be slaughtered. This morning, I woke up to my wife literally crying watching the tape of this guy, Anton Sterling. She looked at, she looked at the one for Philandro Castle in, near Minneapolis. And I hope you watch them. There's something wrong with this picture. And don't get me wrong, I am all for, I've supported police, I am a lawyer. And I know how important police are, and I know there's so many great folks, but Mr. Director, if you do nothing else in your 2,000 plus days left, I, you have got to help us get a hold of this issue. It is so painful. Um, I can't even begin to tell you. And so I don't want, I've been fortunate in my life. I've been very fortunate that I have not been harmed by the police, but I've been stopped 50 million times. Um, now, with regard to this hearing, I want to thank you again. All right, we're back. That was Rob Scary, Rob Scary Show. That was our good friend. That's our good friend, Elijah Cummings. 
Elijah Cummings. That was our good friend. It's Rob Zakari here. And uh, don't forget, you can listen to us at Spreaker.com. You can listen to us at uh, blogtalkradio.com. You can listen to us at iheartradio.com. There's a lot of ways you can listen to us. And after the show is live and we're done and I'm cooking dinner or I'm going out to dinner, all right, I'm going I'm going to some some cheeky restaurant and not cheeky restaurant like expensive cheeky restaurant because I live in Glendale and there's a lot of Armenians and Arabs out here and I call it a cheeky restaurant. You can go and download this great program. Yes, this great and it's a great program. We we give a different take on the news of the day. Yes, we do. We don't sound like Megan McCain. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't sound like Hugh Hewitt. No, we don't. And we definitely don't sound like Ben Shapiro. Hi, I'm Ben Shapiro. How are you? I'm Ben Shapiro. How are you? I'm very smart. Smart. So listen to this show. Rob Scary, it's Rob Scary Show. Don't be don't 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 be left out in the cold, okay? Don't be left out in the cold. Samantha Beat. Obama's sitting there doing a thing with Samantha Beat. And it's just funny watching Obama talk with Samantha Beat. And then I watch that uh, movie Sisters with uh what's the uh, what's her name? Polar and uh Faye and Samantha B's got a bit part where she's basically getting um, rammed in her keister. She's doing anal sex in front of a whole bunch of people. It's just funny. It's always funny. It's always funny to me watching um, liberals do these um, programs where there's you know, there, there, there's the, the, the people are are doing edgy stuff, and that's laughed and it's fun and it's awesome. And Republicans do anything edgy, and it's like I don't know the the the, the most horrific thing in the history of mankind. But anyways, all right, let's talk about Evan McMillan now. Top of the fact that CNN was. Blasting all day. Uh, Donald Trump sexism. Donald Trump sexism. Donald Trump sexism. On top of CNN playing the Hillary Clinton ad and talking about sexism, and then showing uh, Alicia Machado talking about Donald Trump uh, making fun of her and doing that whole thing. CNN doing all of that today. Their other thing was somehow trying to, well, not trying, they, they were tying a white nationalist, William Johnson, and the robocalls he made. It's funny because uh, are, are, are in panic mode. They're, they're, they're in panic. I mean, Right now, uh, Hillary's in a free fall. There's a a real comparison 
and I know I'm back, um, don't want to compare Trump to Reagan ever, because that's like, whoa! But uh, this is very similar to Reagan and Carter. It really is. This whole trajectory of this race and and how Reagan was behind and there were polls that showed him creeping with, you know, two or three weeks left in the race and all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the Iranians and hostages and just a lot of things started to snowball where all of a sudden Carter was just brum, 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 brum. And before you knew it, Reagan won. It just feels that way. So liberals are like, oh, God, no, God. Top of the sexism, this whole robocall thing. And, and, and the fact that liberals and the media are in this free fall, they're now doing stuff that accidentally helps Trump. And, and let me explain to you. So CNN is blasting this William Johnson robocall. And this uh, robocall says, hi, I'm William Johnson. I'm white nationalist. Don't vote for Evan McMillan, a, 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 a lesbian lover. And Evan McMillan He's 40 years old, and he's never been married. I think he's a closet gay. Vote Donald Trump. So this robocall went to 193,000 Mormons. It was placed in Utah. It cost the guy two grand. He lives in California. cost the guy two grand. And it went to 193,000 Mormons who have landlines. Now, you know how I feel about landlines. You know how I feel about the whole landline thing. Seriously, who the hell has landlines? But I don't want to do that bit again. Okay, I don't want to do that again. This robocall went to 193,000. Thousand Mormons in Utah. Now I say Mormons because the majority of the voters in Utah are Mormon. They're, they're crazy, wacky, magic underpants wearing Mormons. Now, Evan McMillan is a Mormon. Glenn Beck is a Mormon. Mitt Romney is a Mormon. Mike Lee is a Mormon. They're all Mormons. And they all hate Trump. And the strategy was, if we could just get a Mormon to run as a third-party candidate, we could at least get those Republicans who are playing this vote your conscience, vote your conscience to vote 
for Evan McMillan. And he was part of the CIA and yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, he's, he's just he's clueless on just anything. He, I mean, he just really is. Yeah, he worked for the CIA, and you got to have some intelligence. And I'm not saying the guy's not intelligent. But if you listen to him talk about issues, just he just seems clueless. He's, you know, he's not real sure how things work. Just, just, I'm, I'm just saying, but who am I? I'm just a, a putz on, on the radio here. Uh, but the whole concept is this race is going to be closed, and it could depend on a state like Utah in the sense that Trump has a very narrow, a very narrow, a very narrow path. So he's got to win Florida, Ohio. Uh, Nevada, North Carolina, and he's got to win Utah. You know, you got like six or seven electoral votes, I think. And right now, when you look at the map, every, every electoral vote counts. So the never Trumpers despise Trump. They hate him. It's not just never Trump. They hate Trump. It's a hate Trump hashtag. And if winning Utah, because normally Utah goes Republican, always goes Republican. It's one of those states that never get contested. It's kind of like California. No Republican ever contests or, you know, tries to go for it. So the theory is take Utah off the map, because if it's going to be a close race, if you're going to have a situation that's like 2000, where you're going to have a one or two point electoral college win, and Trump needs two electoral votes, five electoral votes, four electoral votes, and he doesn't get Utah, Evan McMillan will be a hero to the Trumpers. He'll be a hero to liberals. He'll be a hero to the media. I mean, they'll make a a statue. They'll, they'll put his face on Mount Rushmore. See, Lincoln, Washington, Evan McMillan. He's the guy that stopped Trump. And right now, depending on what poll you follow, because, you know, all these polls are BS. Some have McMillan up some have McMillan down. Some have Trump up. Some have Trump down to win Utah. So William Johnson, a white nationalist, that the Trump campaign has disavowed. They said, F him. We don't want to support. He's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. This William Johnson laid out two grand. To do a robocall to 193,000 people. Now you say, will that work? I don't know. Robocalls might work. Robocalls might not work. Who knows? But it was a big deal that the Liz Marr super PAC, that of course has no coordination with Ted Cruz, 
It was a big deal and effective for them to do the Melania Trump ad that basically said, hey, Mormons, is this who you want for your first lady? Is this who you want? And ultimately, Donald Trump, and I'm not saying he lost because of that, but Donald Trump got hammered in Utah. I mean, he got destroyed in Utah. So the general consensus is Mormons got a problem with things that really go outside of what they believe in. And homosexuality, I know uh, we live in a time where homosexuality is not taboo. And if you say it's taboo or you say a certain group thinks it's taboo, uh, you get looked at as a weirdo. Like, well, that's that's old school thinking. For you to think that that relates... Real Mormons, okay, real hardcore Utah Mormons have a problem with homos. Sorry. Just be just being straight with you. Okay, just being real. Keep, keeping it real. Hardcore Mormons, not not fake Mormon Christians, you know? Like the I like I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic, whatever the hell it is. Whatever it means. I haven't been to church in many, many years. Okay, but if someone goes, "Are, are you Cal? Are you? Yeah. yeah." Did you have your first communion? Yeah. But ask me when's the last time I went to church. Exactly. Now, a hardcore Christian is like, you know, no abortion, no premarital sex. You know the 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 list. So, hardcore Mormons are like homos, no-nos. So, girl posing nude in a magazine, no-no. Having multiple wives and sex with children, that's okay in the Mormon world, but homos and homos and uh, and uh, naked uh, naked wives, no. But regardless. The concept by this white nationalist was, let me get word out to all the Mormons that Evan McMillan might be a homo. Let me get word out that his mom is a homo. Let these Mormons realize that the guy that they're thinking about voting for is just as flawed as Trump. And if he's not as pure as the Romneys and the Mullen Becks say he is, then why throw your vote away and go for him? Why not vote for Trump? And at least you'll have Republican in the White House. So that's the theory. Now, I don't know if it's 100% the theory. But I got to imagine that's the concept behind the white nationalist William Johnson's robocall. 
hey, he's not perfect. He's just as flawed as Trump. He's a homo. His mom's a homo. Can't vote for a homo. Joseph Smith, if he had to pick between Evan McMillan, the homo, or Donald Trump, let me grab you by the pussy, Joseph Smith is going to grab the girl by the pussy, considering that Mormons have multiple wives and have no problem having sex with children. Just saying. So, William Johnson did the robocall. Now, here's the funny thing with the media and with the Democrats. They are in such a tailspin. They, they are in a, in, a, in a suicide dive, so to speak, and trying to find anything to talk about that will tarnish Trump. Because he's been on message. He's like, all right, all these things are happening. Let me just stay on this teleprompter. Let, I'm not going to veer off. I'm not going to get baited. I'm not going to do <laughs> I'm just going to be like, brave, make America great. And I'm walking. That's, I ain't going to twi- I'm not going to do nothing for, for, for eight days. I mean, they brought Alicia Machado out today, hoping that Trump would be like, that pig, that slob. But he, no, the campaign, nothing. They're like, yeah, whatever. Good. Good. She'll, she, if she gets mad at you, she'll... She'll get with her boyfriend and try to put a bullet in your head. All right, great. So here's the media going, okay, what we'll do is we're going to talk about this. And we're going we're gonna to make it where William Johnson is basically working with the Trump campaign. And that's basically what they've done all day. One of Trump's supporters, white nationalist William Johnson. One of Trump supporters, white nationalists, it's like, what do you mean, what? They're, they're spending more time talking about this guy who the Trump campaign says, we don't want his support, we don't know him, we've never met him, he's a horrible. They're spending more time linking this guy to Trump than they spent talking about Bob Kramer, who has links to Hillary Clinton, and who's on tape saying, yeah, I, I I do this. I, I create havoc here at this. I mean, just doing some shady, illegal stuff. They don't want to talk about him. And that's there. That's legit. And instead, CNN is doing everything in their power to make everybody believe that William Johnson is a white national. Well, William Johnson, the white nationalist, is a Trump campaign worker. And their theory is people will see this and go, that's disgusting. Now I'm not going to vote for Trump. Now I'm not going to. But here's the problem. And here's where the media And the Democrats really F themselves. How many Mormons really sat there and listened to that robocall? 
Once in a while, I get robocalls, not from politicians, but, hi, this is Time Warner. We were wondering it, click. Anytime I get some goofy robocall from some company that wants to sell me something useless, I hang up. So how many people got this robocall that said, hi, I'm William Johnson, the white nationalist. Click. That's why it only cost the guy two grand for 193,000 robocalls. I would have thought robocalls would be expensive. Two grand? That's it? Well, that's it because nobody listens to robocalls. You hang up. Hi, a very important message from Sprint. Click. There's your important message, jerk off. So I guarantee you the rate of return on the 193,000 white nationalist robocalls were like a half a 1%. But, 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 here's the dummy moment. Here's the suicide free fall moment for the liberals and the media. For them, blasting this story for the last six hours on CNN, every Mormon slash voter in Utah that hung up on that robocall heard the robocall and heard the story involved with the robocall and now they can make up their mind if they want to throw their vote away on a guy who might be a homo and whose mom is homo and has no contact or affiliation with the Trump campaign. So the media is trying to paint Trump as this horrible person who has campaign workers that are white nationalists. They've actually pumped this white nationalist up so any Mormon in Utah hung up story and went, well, Trump's part of that. His campaign said they're not part of that guy. And this kid's a fag. Kid ball muncher. F that Glenn Beck. F him. And a Cheeto face. I'm not going to vote for this guy and throw my boat away. If I got two piles of crap, I'm going to at least vote for the one pile that can win. And there. The stupid media, the desperate, failing media, who are terrified now that it looks like Hillary could actually lose, just did the work that this William Johnson wanted 
to do with his $2,000 and his 193,000 robocall landline message. And Trump and the Trump campaign, who don't want an association with the white nationalists, but want Utah Mormon voters to vote for him instead of throwing their vote for away on uh, Evan McMillan, got what they wanted because all these reports had to say William Johnson isn't affiliated with the Trump campaign and the Trump campaign have disavowed him. So the Trump campaign has that out there and they also have that Evan might be a homo and his mom's a homo And he's not this choir boy that the never-Trumpers are telling all the people in Magic Underpant Village to vote for. And I thought it was comical. Thought it was comical. Because the $2,000 for 193 landline robocalls turned into... I don't know, 2 million people. And every single 193,000 Magic Underpant Mormon listening to that robocall. So 2 or 3 million people around the United States heard that robocall that was only for Magic underpants people in Utah. 193,000 people who would have hung up on that robocall, who did hang up on that robocall, now heard the robocall. See, that's what happens. It's like in a football game. When you're starting to lose, and that football team starts to make, you know, foolish penalties, uh, they 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 start to uh, f- fight each other, and before you know it, that football team goes and winds up losing. You know it. They're like my beloved Buffalo Bills. Start out as a favorite, start winning, and then all of a sudden the Cowboys. Take advantage of mistakes. And before you know it, the Bills are fighting each other on the sideline and they're blown out. So here you have Hillary Clinton starting to slide. Liberals starting to panic. Everything in their power to throw the, 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 the kitchen sink at Trump. And now they're basically... Uh, doing advertisements for white nationalists that normally no one would have heard about. Because nationally, nobody would have heard these robocalls. And the 193,000 people in Utah would never have heard these robocalls. Because no one listens to robocalls. But now everybody's listening to robocalls. And now... If you're a Mormon and you don't like Homa, you ain't voting for uh, Evan McMillan.
Or at least you're not throwing your vote away. So, comedy. Comedy with a capital C. It's Rob Zagari Show. We'll be right back after these exciting, and I mean exciting words. Cubs won. Yes, the Cubbies won 9-3. And there will now be a pivotal. Well, I guess this game was pivotal. Game 7 won't pivotal. It'll, it will just be Game 7. It will be the championship game. <laughs> so Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. The World Series will be decided. And again, and again, 
I say this, sometimes, sometimes, you have to wonder, you have to wonder how these sports um, fit the perfect scenarios. And again, I don't like to sound like my friends who <laughs> say sports are a work, but now we have game seven. Got game seven. It was close to being over, not just tonight, but the other game. But the Cubs came roaring back. It just always seems to fit too perfectly for advertisers and television networks. <laughs> Concession vendors. It's just game seven. Go figure. Anyways, it's Rob's Carry. It's Rob's Carry Show. Okay, guys, you can listen to us on Spreaker. You can also listen to us on um, Blog Talk Radio. Not live. Well, yeah, I, I shouldn't say that. Yes, live uh, on Spreaker right now. So you can go to Spreaker and listen to us live. Blog Talk, it, we're over. It's like we're. We're live on Blog Talk for, I don't know, two hours or two and a half hours, something like that. And then Spreaker, we're on for endless. However long we are on, we are live on Spreaker and iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. And then, of course, when we're done, you will be able to uh, listen to us on iTunes and so forth and so on. All right, what didn't we get to? Because we're almost done with the program. Uh, ba, 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 ba. This is done. Brazil, Donna, Brazil, done. Gloria Borger, done. The FBI, done. Okay. Put that over here. Let's see. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Hillary in Florida with the uh, fat Miss. Uh, uh, she wasn't. She didn't even win either. That's the funny. She didn't even win. She's a loser. But anyways, Hillary's in Florida with uh, uh, fat. Uh, runner, I don't even know. What, she, I don't even think she was a runner-up either. Miss uh, Universe or whatever it was. Alicia Machado. Fat and uh, someone needs to teach her how to, to talk better. Just can't. Anyways, okay. That's uh, <laughs> done. Evan McMillan and the fact that he uh, could be a homo. Okay. FBI, double standard, done. All right, we got those out of the way. Oh, all right, so real quick, let's touch on, and again, you know, we discussed this uh, in the beginning of the show. There is so much stuff that the media won't talk about from these Podesta emails, like a lot of stuff. And should, by a miracle, or rigging the system, uh, Hillary Clinton win Tuesday. Should that happen, media is going to be forced to talk about all of these things that are um, coming out of the Podesta emails. And there will be investigations. Uh, there, I mean, I don't even think, I don't even think they'll wind. I, 
listen, they're, they're, nothing's going to get done. Oh, you've heard this uh, a few times, but nothing's going to get done. If you honestly think there, there's going to be meaningful legislation and, 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 and trade deals or, um, geez, um, I, I don't even know. Just name it. Name it. None of this is going to happen. There's going to be investigation after investigation. Because half these people that have been involved with Hillary Clinton are good. Huma Beaton investigation. Bill Clinton. Clinton Foundation. Cheryl Mills. Uh, uh, Podesta. The list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. And they could play the whole, well, these are from hacked, stolen emails. Yeah, okay. Well, go kill somebody, go commit a crime, and, and have somebody bring that information to the police and say they got it from a hacked email and see if you get off. So, one of the things that out in this Podesta email. Again, when you talk about the system being rigged, or you, or you talk about uh, corruption, or, or, or people being in cahoots, you get called a conspiracy theory kook. Us on the right are constantly called that. We're, we're constantly called conspiracy nuts. And yet, rather it's uh, Obamacare, after eight years, uh, we all get proven correct. It's going on. That that was a conspiracy theory coup. That was Sarah Palin in death pants, and she's a nut job, yada, yada, yada. You know, the media's biased. They're rigged. They're, they're all working for Democrats. You're crazy. You're, and then, you know, all these leaks. All these media types, um, uh, you know, dropping to their knees for all of these Democrats and uh, Clinton people. So now you have, in these WikiLeaks, uh, an individual by the name of Peter Kadzik, K-A-D-Z-I-K, who's over at Justice Department. He's actually the point man. For this Hillary Clinton email investigation, political appointee, and prior to him being part of uh, the Department of Justice, he was a lawyer. He had a private practice, and he repped John Podesta during that whole Monica Lewinsky uh, ordeal. And Podesta helped get Lewinsky a job over at the United Nations. And during the probes and all the investigations that went on, Podesta had to get a lawyer. And that lawyer was Peter Kadzik. And in one of the hacked emails... When Podesta was talking 
to an Obama aide, this Cassandra Butts, he told her that Katzik kept him out of jail. I mean, this is something that should be reported and discussed and panels convened to break down this entire connection. Here's somebody that could possibly become chief of staff for Hillary Clinton. And here's somebody that was involved in a cover-up that could have sent him to jail. This is somebody that told somebody else, hey, that guy's good. Kept me out of jail. Kept you out of jail? Jesus Christ. And nobody, I mean nobody, and Fox doesn't count, okay? Fox doesn't count. When I mean nobody, I'm talking about the media that's supposed to be reporting news. The media that people who don't like partisanship in their news get their news from. So if you have somebody that goes, I don't listen to, to MSNBC, I don't go to MSNBC and I don't go to Fox because they're both shills for the, uh, uh, you know, for the respective party. I go to CNN. I go to the New York Times. I go to the to, 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 to Wall Street Journal. I go to the New York Post or whatever the hell it is. I don't go to Fox and MSNBC or CNBC. All of these people should be reading about this. They, they, they should be hearing about this. Here's John Podesta talking about an individual who kept him out of jail. And this individual is not the Department of Justice who's in charge of the Hillary Clinton email probe. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This Peter Katzik. This Peter Katzik not only, not only helped keep John Podesta out of jail, but he also lobbied Bill Clinton and everybody else associated with the Bill Clinton inner circle to get Mark Rich a pardon. So here's this Peter Katzik who lobbied to give Mark Rich a pardon. He worked to keep John Podesta out of jail for getting the President of the United States' girlfriend a job at the United Nations. This guy is the point man between the FBI, Congress, in the Department of Justice. Are you 
kidding me? Seriously, are you kidding me? And you're going to tell me there was no shenanigans going on? A third. I got a third. Alternate ending. And how all of this email stuff came back up. But it's 9.39 already. We'll be here for another hour. I'm not going to get into it. But let's just say... We all know that Department of Justice, Loretta Lynch, who, who, Peter Katzik lobbied for. So when Loretta Lynch came up as a possible replacement for Eric Holder, this Peter Katzik was telling Obama and anybody that would listen that was part of his inner circle, we need Loretta Lynch. We need Loretta Lynch. And, oh, by the way, we also need Sally Q. Yates, the deputy AG. So this Peter Katzik has been very instrumental with all the things and all the players involved in this Hillary Clinton email situation. And like I said, we all know that the Department of Justice and the FBI have been heads on how to handle this. And I can give you this alternate universe or this alternate ending in this movie, and that being Comey, ah, it'll be too long. Let me, let, let me wrap this To put the cherry on top of the cake, this Peter Katzik's son emailed Podesta about a job. This Peter Katzik emailed Podesta about a job. Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell me I'm a conspiracy nut. When we talk about Hillary Clinton's email situation and people covering it up, don't tell me I'm a conspiracy nut. Don't tell me where's your proof. People go to jail every day for committing crimes with nothing more than circumstantial evidence. And a lot of this stuff would put anybody else in prison for a long time. Because when you talk about circumstantial, when you have a guy who was the lawyer for the campaign manager? I, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. This is non-circumstantial. This is legit. This is real. And if this was actually pumped out to those low-information voters, 
those voters who get their news from CNN, form their opinions from CNN, form their opinions from the Washington Post, the New York Times. If these people got this break, they'd be saying, oh, God, talk about rigged, talk about corrupt, please. This entire connection sinks to the high heavens. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's rain. Amazing. Rob's a carry show. We're out of here, guys. You've been the best as always. So I have the greatest audience in the world. There's no audience better. You rule. Seriously, you guys rule. And I and I thank you for always listening to this show. Well, not always. When I look at the numbers, sometimes they're higher than other days, which means some of you decided, I don't want to listen to Rob tonight. And that hurts. But then there are some of you that are with us every single night. But I thank both of you equally. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari's show. Don't forget, follow us at Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Go to Blog Talk Radio. Go to Spreaker. Go to iTunes. Did I say iTunes? Go to iHeartRadio. Go to all those places. Rob Scary. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget. Uh, seven, like it's like seven oh eight, because they do commercials before. Anyways, you guys are the best. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Rob Scary. Rob Scary. And if you missed this program, go to Spreaker. Go to iTunes. Go to Blog Talk. Go to iHeartRadio. Go there. Run there and listen to the show. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we'll do the alternate theory because we got the two in, and we'll do uh, the other one tomorrow. All right. Bye.